Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Great to be back, Matt. Thank you. It's been quite the start to the year and uh, quite a week in markets as well. Um, as we look into to the week ahead, I think we've got some quite interesting data points which are coming out, as well as the rumbling geopolitical uh, focus across the world. Perhaps you can just talk us through what your key areas of focus are going to be as we look into the week ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Very exciting times at the moment in financial markets. And it's a big week for data. Uh, so we hit the ground running with uh, China PMI data for January. Uh, markets expect manufacturing to decline uh, to the kind of 50 uh, index level expansion uh, or contraction boundary, if you will, uh, and services to also drop further just to around the 51 level. So some disappointment there. You know, as Chinese markets are closed for much of the week, uh, there'll be no change or no chance, uh, sorry, to uh, to gauge surprise uh, relative to expectations. Uh, but amid a complex near-term backdrop for China with consumer activity uh, impacted by COVID and by property market uncertainty. Uh, the data will certainly be keenly watched. Uh, in Germany, uh, the CPI on Tuesday is another focal point with a headline print uh, expected to fall back sharply uh, as the reversal of the VAT cut drops out uh, of the annual comparison. Now, the extent of the drop will be key in driving Eurozone rate and ECB hike expectations uh, in the near term. Uh, and the current COVID dynamic uh, and continued supply chain disruptions threatens technical recession in Germany uh, after a bigger than expected decline uh, in Q4 21 uh, GDP, which was released this week. Uh, and then finally, we're on to the, uh, the the big number for the week, the US non-farm payroll, uh, payroll report. Now, uh, Powell said uh, at this week's FOMC press conference that the labor market is very, very strong uh, and that the unemployment rate uh, now sub 4%. Uh, is the least tight metric. Expectations are low uh, for the headline payroll change uh, at uh, at the January report at just 178,000, uh, although that is potentially a low hurdle for surprise. Uh, but the unemployment rate is expected to come in at 3.9. The average hourly earnings expected to tick up to 5.2%, and a participation rate uh, will all be key factors uh, for market sentiment going forward. Then in geopolitics, uh, another big week for political commentators. Uh, the tension between Russia and the West uh, remains very high, uh, centers around uh, the prospects uh, for Russian invasion of Ukraine, something President Biden warned Ukraine's uh, President Zelensky this week uh, was now virtually certain. It is likely uh, that much of the direct market positional adjustment has happened, uh, but there are still significant connotations uh, related to markets in the context of uh, retaliatory sanctions and, and on financial instruments, uh, as the ECB warned uh, its banks uh, earlier on this week. In the UK, uh, if Johnson was ambushed by cake, uh, then the Sue Gray report into the matter has now been ambushed by the Metropolitan Police uh, by being asked to uh, retain from publishing certain factors that are still under investigation. Uh, and this means that the Partygate saga drags into yet another week. Uh, we still see momentum to challenge Johnson as, as quite weak uh, at the moment, but that could change very quickly on evident and any evidence 
that uh, Johnson misled Parliament. And in Italy, the presidential campaign uh, looks set to move into a second week in a very idiosyncratic process. It still seems uh, that Mario Draghi, uh, with or without an extended uh, Mattarella residency, uh, is the most likely outcome. Um, interest in, in the implications of this process for Parliament uh, and for policy uh, in Italy remains strong. And then lastly, next week brings the ECB. Uh, the narrative around the core ECB message of largely transitory inflation uh, will be corroborated uh, or refuted to a certain extent uh, by the German CPI print on Tuesday. Uh, but on balance, uh, despite the clear divergence on the governing council, we expect this transitory inflation tone to continue. Uh, a more cautious tone is likely exacerbated uh, by the Omicron-related consumption weakness over year-end uh, that has been apparent um, in the December retail activity uh, and also clearly uh, in the German Q4 GDP this week. Uh, the ECB are also likely to confirm the transition of uh, monetary policy from PEP to a newly increased APP program, uh, potentially clarifying the criteria for flexibility of those reinvestments beyond uh, its use uh, under circumstances relating to the pandemic. Uh, that will be very important. Uh, however, we continue to see second round effects um, in the Europe, euro area are significantly more modest in Europe. And in conjunction with the January payroll release, um, this widening deferential uh, may become more apparent. For us, uh, this is clear connotations uh, for yield differentials widening uh, and for a euro dollar lower in foreign exchange markets. Thank you, Neil. Certainly some fascinating data points over the coming week and plenty for markets to be looking at. In the meantime, of course, we, we have the weekend. Um, and whilst there appears to be a premiership hiatus, what are you going to be keeping your eye on over the weekend? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. As you say, no premiership, but uh, the Africa Cup of Nations moves on to the quarterfinal stages. Uh, Cameroon, Egypt and Senegal look to be uh, uh, favourites for the semi-final stages, although I'll reserve judgment after getting the Nigeria very wrong last week. Um, in the cricket, England fight to save the uh, T20 series against the West Indies. Uh, it's a big test for England, uh, currently trailing 2-1 uh, without Captain Morgan. That uh, It may be difficult into the weekend, although if we lose on Saturday, uh, perhaps the Captain Morgan will, uh, will be out on, the, on more levels than one. Uh, in the women's ashes, uh, it appears to be going a similar way to the men's, so uh, fingers crossed uh, that the women's can, uh, can get a draw at least uh, this weekend to keep the series alive. Tennis. Uh, we move on uh, to the finals of the Australian Open, uh, which hopefully will be remembered for the winners and, and not for the issues surrounding uh, Djokovic on the way in. Uh, Nadal versus Medvedev, uh, where Nadal looks for his uh, record 21st major victory. And a home player, Barty, in the women's against uh, the US Collins, uh, all should be uh, very interesting. And then finally, uh, you know, it's a, a weekend to calm ourselves. Uh, before the excitement of the Six Nations, uh, which begins next weekend on the 5th of February. Absolutely. Very much looking forward to, uh, to to the start of the tournament. Well, thank you, Neil, for sharing your thoughts with us uh, on the week ahead. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you again next week. Likewise. Thanks very much. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead.